Patriot agenda. Uh, why do you see gasoline and conspiracy? Worry about those that do. Well, because it's harming the country. I didn't have time because I had to make a sale. Just kidding. They didn't buy from me. <laughs> Uh, anyway, welcome to the meeting. We're Conspiracy. Uh, I'm going to introduce everybody. I know usually I give uh, nicknames or, or Kasana superlatives, but I thought since it's tax season, I'll just give uh, a couple numbers as a social security number and their uh, their filing status. So uh, starting up front, it's, it's two, seven, eight, and nine. Those are four of them. And he's single, Romy Sklar. Hey, what's happening? That's it? Oh, oh, I mean... That's it? That's all I mean, you got? What, yeah. <laughs> I barely have I barely have anything for the show proper, let alone the intro. Fair enough, fair and enough. And I don't want to give any more info to the IRS that they can use I thought maybe, me. Yeah, I thought maybe you could finish it up with the uh, some other numbers anyway. Oh, uh, four, six, two. eight, nine, and two. He's also single, Eric Ray. Hey... So. Nice, 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 and and rounding out the group today, uh, zero zero one dependent. It's Joe Zoller. Hi, <laughs> uh, I did my taxes early this year, and from what I understand, doing them early means that I will not be subject to any sort of forgiveness on my unemployment benefits accrued this year. So I am out of money that the government owes me, and that's my fault for being a good citizen and doing my taxes early. You shouldn't do them early. Damn. I always do one year. Too. The one year that I haven't been sued by the IRS, and now I'm losing money. Yeah, a couple of IRS like. agents have been poking around my apartment asking about you, Joe. So <laughs> just poking around. Being honest with them. No, I've been kind of throwing them wild. I've been what? trying to shake no. them off the tail. This is the government. This is not somebody that you mess with, Romy. No, no, I've been I've been doing it real cool. Nice. They don't suspect anything. In fairness, uh, I've got two twos and two fives. My name's Jake Ettinger, and I'm very single. Legally. <laughs> Legally. But Legally. My filing Not status. emotionally. Not emotionally. Not corporally. Smart. Not smart to say that on recorded line. Jenny and I have entered a soul bond. Um, Is this like a common law S. marriage thing? <laughs> That's why Jake put S on his tax return. No, it doesn't stand for single. It stands for soul bond. <laughs> So we did a ritual. We exchanged the bloods and the fluids, and um, we're now bound both physically and mentally. Ah, so uh, you've seen Avatar. Yes. <laughs> I should I think- mention uh, for tax purposes, Mike and I did file as a legally married couple. <laughs> um, I mean, how many years have you been living together? Three? Uh, one. One. Yeah, I'm you sound yeah. not confident about that answer. It's it's been one. It's been one. Okay. I don't know. Marriage is hard. It's been a long one, is what you're saying. Especially yeah. this year. Hey, congratulations, man. The fact that you made it through this year. Oh yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's been well, a we lot did of... it for the kids. You're you're doing no. a real I now pronounce Chuck together. and Larry situation. Which was huh? a mistake, honestly, because they're bad kids. <laughs> <laughs> they're little shits. They're terrible kids. It's the yeah, one thing they deserve that we say, that divorced parents. It's the one thing we say at every dinner party you guys throw is just what terrible children. <laughs> they didn't get. They didn't. They flubbed the uh, the goodbye number, the good night number, going up the stairs from uh, from Sound of Music so bad. I almost hit them, and they're not even my kids. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a seven year old should be able to say off either saying you, you you like mm-hmm. to 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 keep fucking it up. Alf Vitor Zane. Adieu, adieu to you and you and you. Yeah. It's easy. It's about the pronunciation, not mm. about the rhythm. I'll give Mike credit. He just kept blowing that whistle. Just. <laughs> well-trained is not a knock I will, I will put on them. Or not, uh, not well-trained. They're well-trained. They're just bad at being at doing whatever they're trained to do. So they'll jump when you say jump. But how high is a matter of competency, and they're at a bare bones. Yeah. Very small. It's Bad not that legs. they're misbehaving. They're just themselves not that great. Kind yes, of exactly. Got if it. If they were misbehaving in like an artistic way, great kids. I'd say, good job. You're not following the rules. But to be in line and to be bad, terrible. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Oh man, I don't know. It's a we've fucking got a bunch of stuff. God, have we? When's the last? We, it's been years since we've done an episode. That's not Apologi- true. Apologies to the listener. Um, 
welcome any new listeners. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> you guys hear about Tiger Woods today? Oh. What, that he got in an accident two months ago? Yeah. That he, that he, he was driving too fast. What happened today? Turns out he had a need. A need for speed. Oh. <laughs> two months ago? Yeah, it was going 83 and a 40, and that's why he flipped. <laughs> this guy's got it so <laughs> tough. I mean, he's got a sex addiction and a speed addiction. I like the yeah, thing he's that... he's a fucking fiend, He's addicted man. to sex and fast cars. Man. I like to think that he was doing 83 and a 40 and realized it and then was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Whoa! And then swerved because he re- oh he only then realized that he was going that fast. Whoa, Tiger! That's twice as much as fast as I should Tiger, go. I I knew it. I I said it. I knew when I passed that first school. <laughs> Man, we should I be feel- careful though. I have a feeling he is tragically injured. Like what? Might not be walking injured. What do you they mean? They wore they wore like red and white one day to commemorate him. So yeah, he, all the wait, golfers hold up. wore red shirts. Yeah, what, ha- right? what happened with him? What do you he mean? got in he a got massive in a car, car accident. accident, but they haven't like released any details about it. And then today he came out, he flipped doing 80 in a, in a 40 mile an hour zone. But they're all, everyone's just like, yeah, we didn't really check for DUI and we're not going to press any charges and uh, we're not actually fine. Like everyone's just like letting him. It's just like, it's fine. Makes yeah, me feel like he's fucked up it's comeback tiger it's comeback tiger we give him a pass because he's still on the comeback (laughs) it's an american tradition tiger woods fucks up he comes back we all feel good about it It, well exactly he's gonna spend another after this there's gonna be another six to seven year recovery and he's just gonna start getting good again and then he's gonna be in another auto related accident in which we then have to reset this clock all over again he gets beat up by a tesla robot (laughs) <laughs> you joke you joke right now but brother i've seen that future that's not going to age well jake making that joke <laughs> when it happens <laughs> that's, that's a tesla tiger's, assembly line robot last stand he's got he's got like a robotic spine and shit keeping him up he's really just trying to get back into it but by that point the entire golf league is robots oh god the only way it could get more boring not golf (laughs) once we lose golf yeah what if golf golf now becomes a 30 minute affair because they just shoot 18 just bam 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 honestly exciting speed thing the only give me 30 minutes of golf that you can like manually calculate against the robots and try and like do your best statistics wise i'd watch i'd watch uh uh man what's the robot fighting thing Oh, they should have more bots? robots. Yeah, but they should have more like robot yes. sports shows. Yeah, and watch competitions for robots. I'd rather see that than two uh, gentlemen fight, or two women fight, or two humans fight. Robot golf, but like you're still not allowed to make any noise. <laughs> well, the audience would be robotic <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> Very when quiet. When all this is robots. done, we gotta take hallucinogens and go to the Masters, right? Okay. I yeah, I'd do that. Or there's one called the Waste Management Open. I mean, it's literally sponsored Wait, by really? a garbage company in Arizona, and I hear it's a nightmare of partying. Oh. The Waste Management Open. I'd go to that, and dude. It's like I had a couple of friends go for a bachelor party. That's the kind of level that you go. And in- uh, instead I of a, it's just instead of a sand trap, a, it's just like a recycling pile. It's like a four day yeah fuck they to pour- death. Romy, they 18, poured in trash from all over the world. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not sand traps. It's trash traps. And if you fall in, there's one of those monsters from uh, Star Wars in the in the crushers. Yeah. In the compactor. Yeah, what happens? Yeah. What kind of wedge do you use to hit out of a, a pile of tin cans? Is this a joke? I wish it, I wish it was. All right, then I'll answer yeah. honestly. I, I have no idea. That's yeah. what I call a tin cup, something like that. Was that where yeah. you're going, Romy? Um, no, no, I wasn't going anywhere. Movie about a golf? No. All right, you know, no. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Hey, Shia LaBeouf was in a film about golf. Was he? I think you're thinking about Adam Sandler and Happy Gilmore. Who's your favorite golf actor, Eric? Golf actor? <laughs> yeah. Was it? <laughs> was it Will Smith and Bagger Vance? People really loved that role. <laughs> he was. That was a thing. 
Okay, so there's that. I would say, yeah, that was there's, a thing. <laughs> uh, there's uh, Adam Sandler. Is there any other golf movies? Rodney Dangerfield, Chevy Chase. Rodney yeah, Dangerfield. It's Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. In, in Caddyshack 2. Oh. I forgot mm-hmm. about Caddyshack. Over yeah. Film. Over, yeah. yeah. Man, what's his name? Uh, got off so fucking easy for doing nothing comedically. Who? Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Mm. I mean, he was the original just like basic dad role in like in like comedy road trips right place right time I yeah i like chevy chase yeah I, don't, I, don't. I know that's a bad take but uh you have so many bad takes months ago you went on like a 30 minute rant about how great shia labeouf was shia LaBeouf yeah is that great. was until that was listen that was before uh certain even more elements of his life that seem to be a little bit more predatory have come out and i apologize for past takes oh no, you also went aware. on a huge pro john mayer rant I oh, what? <laughs> I stand to say that John Mayer. Um. Yeah, I think I, I think I stand by that. John Mayer is an incredibly talented human, and I won't deny that fact. Um, my yeah, he's Chevy Chase is not that. I don't think that he's a great dude. I think that he is. Uh, I'm sure he's insufferable to be around. But I did read when they when somebody was doing a piece on him when they when it was really going down the tube with him and Community. And they said that he did a sight gag uh, about screwing an uh, on and off a milk bottle top for like five minutes until the guy noticed. And the guy pretended not to notice. And he just did it until he noticed. And I said at that moment, I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm, in. I'm so in on Chevy Chase standing there for five minutes and watching the guy and just like <laughs> for five minutes. He commits to the bit. You do see it like all throughout community as he tries to fit bits in everywhere. Yeah, I think that he's just like addicted to it to a level that I would hate if I didn't think that that's all he had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're doing another grab bag loose fit episode, um, so I guess we'll just get started. Uh, does anyone want to go first? Does anyone I got remember their word? I didn't remember, yeah, I so did. I just looked something up. Uh, that's okay. I don't remember what my word was, but I'm sure this fits it. So what, what we're going to go through is we're going to do the classic recurring segment, Top 10. Okay. Uh, we're going to go through the top 10 oldest jokes in human history. Oh, God. They have been... Uh, um, so the 10th oldest joke was found in the world's oldest joke book, uh, written by Greeks Heracles and Philagrius in the 4th century. So here's the joke. Asked by the... Which 4th century? Which 4th century? Uh, A.D.? Oh, right. Because the other one... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Asked by uh, the court barber how he wanted his haircut, the king replied, in silence. It's not really a joke so much as kind of almost a, like, diss. Like a quip, almost. I know. Well, that's the thing about these old jokes. Like, they didn't quite know. Like, there was no real punchline. It was, like, just a little... Something was maybe a little whimsical, or somebody was, like, a little bit sharp with somebody okay but you could kind of see like you know you're getting your hair cut people talk to you too much and you're like oh yeah there's something there i mean i mean i, I, I don't, don't be... yeah i guess i don't think about ancient haircuts all that much to be honest to be you know frank you, with you. i wonder if you ancient... tell me that the idea of that modern haircut didn't start until like 1850 and i would believe you yeah i would believe that it happened on accident or just part. something that you're like you did or your mom did. I don't like. Yeah, yeah. It's not like an appointment style thing. But this was a king getting a haircut, so maybe only kings got their. Haircut. I see. Maybe. Uh, okay, uh, that was so t- number that ten. Was, okay. Number nine. Ninth oldest joke. Uh, ancient ancient Greeks, three hundred to four hundred A.D. Okay. Wishing to teach his donkey not to eat, a pedant did not offer him any food. When the donkey died of hunger, he said, I've had a great loss. Just when he had learned not to eat, he died. Yikes. I also have not Uh, read any of these at this this point. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) A pedant. Um, A pedant? What is a pedant? Like a pedantic person? Like a... I... I, Yeah, I guess I know the word pedantic. I don't think I've ever heard it described as a, a noun. Yeah. 
I mean, hey, look. I want a pet ant. (laughs) You pet ant. It's almost never applicable, but I do it anyway. Worst case, they think that you're calling them a pet ant. Or uh, embarrassing. Or a pedophilic ant. That's true. A pet ant. From the movie Ants with Woody Allen. No colony now, huh? Because you've been thrown out for crimes against the crown. (laughs) All right, this joke. You know what I found out about England? This is completely unrelated. Yeah. Do you know they call pedophiles nonce? Yeah, like nonce busters nonce? That's, yeah. Uh, Are we legally allowed to mention nonce busters on this? Because it's a bunch of of nonsense. Have we talked about nonce busters? Okay, if you don't know what nonce busters is. Was. It's, was. Uh, it's right at the beginning of quarantine, right? Two, uh, a group of, I think, comedians started luring pedophiles in the Boston area to meet up with them, and then they would just verbally assault them for being pedophiles. And make them eat macaroni. And and dry macaroni. Yeah. From like a box. Live stream it. Here's the thing. They did it a lot. This is a much larger trend um, than just, yeah, yeah. It's like people really have taken up the mantle from um, Chris Hansen. Chris Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen, yeah. yeah. uh, And have just taken to whole scale scale vigilante justice on pedophiles. That's really interesting. I didn't know it was beyond these guys. If you, people, I mean, it seems like pedophiles, especially people who have (laughs) in no way been. Uh, assaulted or like, <laughs> like it's crazy because it's like you'd you'd think with how much it's being talked about that there's like a rise in pedophilia but it sounds like it's kind of the one of the most dangerous times ever to be a pedophile i will well, say internet being a pedophile had to be so fucking easy so fucking sick <laughs> Because <laughs> at that level, it's just your word against theirs. Like if, <laughs> but just like since to catch a predator came out, it's got just been downhill for pedophiles, right? Yeah, they they can't meet anywhere. Anyways, yeah, we should. So yeah, oh, back man. to the jokes. I'll tell you who I feel bad for in America. <laughs> These pedophiles. <laughs> All right, back to the jokes. Sixty-three BC. The Emperor Augustus was touring the empire when he noticed a man in the crowd who bore a striking resemblance to himself. (laughs) Intrigued, he asked, was your mother at one time in service at the palace? No, your highness, he replied, but my father was. Ah. Uh, Do you think that there were... That's a ballsy... Yeah, you think there were enough mirrors for Augustus to know what he looked like? Oh, I mean, there's water. Oh, sure. I don't know. Bronze mirrors, they were pretty damn common. Yeah. Next joke. Man, oh, is he- was that Augustus's kid? Yeah. I think oh, there, it, it's okay. a Oh, I thought it was a dude being yes, like correct. cheeky with the with him yeah, it saying was. he fucked his mom. Yeah, exactly. He said my dad fucked fucked your wife, basically. Wait, no no, no. that that no, doesn't wait, fit. No, no, no Romy, you've you've missed the only way that you this could miss. <laughs> what? That's not right, because that doesn't even work genetically, right? Was his wife his sister? Or his mom? It's... No, I thought that the implication was maybe that Augustus banged his dad. No. No. I think it's that... I think it's that... Yeah, oh, I see his dad fucked Augustus's mom. But maybe they didn't understand how genetics worked. I think they absolutely didn't understand how genetics worked. So they were like, if I fuck your wife, I could look like you. (laughs) Um, anyway, I give that a C minus. All right, as yeah, far let's get some joke. grades. Um, uh, thus far, not not impressive, but I, but these are you know they're getting older, so I bet they're going to get better. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, ancient Egypt. Man is even more eager to copulate than a donkey. His purse is what restrains him. That's not even a joke. Is that a saying? I think it's kind of like a sex. I think it's just like men. Here, let's. Yeah. Men would have more sex than donkeys if they didn't have to pay so much for it. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. Um, his purse, which is just him. like if you if you break it down as a guy lamenting that he can't be a donkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking donkeys, just definitely ridden by a guy wherever and whenever they want. Um, um, 
next. Oh joke. man, this one, this next one is prefaced by saying it's less of a joke and more of a brain teaser. Oh, so that's okay. not. A, I'm gonna skip it because it's not a fucking joke. It doesn't count. Okay. I was, um, yeah. Um, ancient Greece, 800 BC, in Homer's The Odyssey, okay. Odysseus indulges in some dark humor. Odysseus tells the Cyclops that his real name is Nobody. When Odysseus instructs his men to attack the Cyclops, the Cyclops shouts, Hello, help, nobody is attacking me. No one comes to help. I knew about that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you that was fun? more of like um, like one of those smart guy stories, like the Gordian Knot, then it's like a joke. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he tricked um, him. It's a I trick. Mean, I think it's kind of yeah. like, but do you think at the time, though, people would hear those and they were like, they had never heard like a you know, an an hour and a half like wall to wall jokes stand up special. So like they're not used to like actual funny jokes. So they're just. Do you think they're dying from that? And they're just like for weeks are telling. I that? don't know, man. Um, I don't know. Um, we did grow up during the height of culture, which is Comedy Central half hours. Yuck. So. Excuse you, Mind of Mencia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mind of Mencia. It's the height of comedy. The G.I. Um, Joe PSAs. <laughs> now that's legitimately, we did, have we we've all watched the G.I. Joe P- PSAs, right? Is that a generational like everyone our age has seen the G.I. Joe PSAs? Yeah, it must be. Okay. The the Are, dub ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. redubbed ones. I didn't realize that the guy who made those went on to be like the creative force behind the editing of Tim and Eric. Just like what? Yeah. Yeah, he was like the guy they hired to like shoot and edit their first seasons of Awesome Show. Fuck me, man. We got to start making some stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. So the the oldest joke. I skipped to the oldest joke, and you I skipped. Think Why the others weren't good enough? They were, they were bad. I was expecting better. I had not read these before. <laughs> there are some real. Stinkers. You didn't read them before. You didn't even try and vet it. <laughs> I didn't try to bet it at all. Well, I also wanted it to be fresh. Old jokes, and we're gonna read them. <laughs> I know That's, the oldest yeah. joke, and it's also bad. <laughs> I think okay. So the oldest joke, 1900 BC from Sumeria, um, carved on a tablet. Something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Yeah. What fart joke? Yeah, but makes like, sense. it doesn't make sense though because the implication that every like, woman has farted in her husband's lap and this is a huge problem. Yeah, do you think like that was the joke of the time, the farting in the lap? Like, I think so. That one actually was surprising. If like, it's like the, it's would, like the reaching in to shake someone's hand, but then you like uh, you know yeah stroke your hair back. You think that was a big prank of a wife? Like, huh? Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, and then they run off a giggling. Um, I would guess that this is one of those things where I don't understand the culture of ancient Sumeria, <laughs> and there might be <laughs> might be a little bit of dis. Because uh, in in Joe's culture, a farting in somebody's lap is a great honor. I think in that, oh, maybe not. I I guess I don't know. Again, I wouldn't want to assume. Were you, gonna, were you just the, about to fucking make thing. some assumptions about Sumeria? We're not going to have that on this podcast. I got to say, pretty funny, though. You know. That is good. Was it King Nebuchadnezzar? I don't know. I just know it's on a Sumerian cuneiform tablet. Ah, okay. So Hammurabi. I see. Ah, yes. Man, I don't know where the fuck Sumeria was. I feel like that's an embarrassed thing to admit. Where was Sumeria? Yeah. Ah, that makes sense. You know how they talk about the Tigris and the Euphrates? Yeah. Where do they? I mean, where where are these people getting off taking cuneiforms and translating it into the phrase "time in memoriam"? Yeah, I don't care, but um, <laughs> I think uh, okay. I don't know. You know, from yeah, okay. what I understand, the Sumerians were relatively like well written. Yeah, but it's time. a turn of phrase. I'm just saying, like here, like little oh. little scritchy scratchies on a stone, and some dudes like, you know what? I think they were trying to be flowery here. I mean, you got to make a job, right? I guess. Like, I mean, for the all most- this stuff got translated by like English people in like 1880. You know, yeah. so yeah. they spoke dumb then. So they assumed <laughs> everyone always spoke dumb. But also, for the most part, I feel like people really aren't gonna pay you to be an archaeologist unless you're making interesting finds, right? 
Sure. So for the future of the industry, you're yeah. buffing it up. And this is the best jokes that they could pretend they found. Kind of makes you wonder <laughs> about <Maybe>. the history. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a good joke, Romy. Fucking, <laughs> like, uh, I would, it would be amazing if somebody found an ancient ancient joke and like it just turned out to be like from john mulaney's most recent special <laughs> just just a recent forgery john john mulaney has been stealing oh i see the other way <laughs> oh, or john mulaney stole the oldest joke um, <laughs> the oldest joke in history is a joke about donald trump's hair that was a pretty good mulaney impression was that intentional uh i just channel him naturally you know yeah I get that. It's like you've been living in the character for so long that it's it's like, what's his name? Jim Carrey trying to play Andy. Andy Davis? Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Man. Yeah, that, that's... I saw the original movie and was like, oh, that's a cool movie. And then I saw the documentary about how they made the movie and I was like, that Documentaries. is insane. So documentary is a better, a better film, I would say. Oh, way better. It's way better. <laughs> much A much more interesting character study... Uh, then the one of Andy Kaufman is the one of Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, so it's both amazing PC. He, he just plays this insane, like insufferable person on set. And he's like, Daniel day Lewis is it where he stays in character forever. And as Andy Kaufman, yeah. and just absolutely like infuriates and makes living like life, a living hell for the people working on this movie. But the like meta story of that is very interesting because that's like what Andy Kaufman would have done. So it's like exactly what he wanted. Yeah, it's fucking. I don't know. He fucking brought it. I don't know. I dis. Man, I disagree. You don't I think I cannot stand him because in that documentary he's explaining <laughs> he's like, you know, like people don't get the joke when I get on stage. I go, hello, how are you? Good night. Good evening. Good morning, or whatever. And he's like, that's like, it's smart because it's like, I don't even care. You know, people say hello and they don't even like really care or like, how are you doing? They don't like care. I'm like, dude, you just spoke quickly and it confused the audience into laughing. You fucking hack. <laughs> but dude, okay. So imagine if that's like, that's your core joke and then you do build a 30 year career off of that humor. You've got to find a way to internally justify it. I'll but say the, thing the mask is, is Jim... bad. He just looks funny. I've never seen. Holy yeah, shit. I mean that's like his whole thing, right? He's he's really uh, yeah. At this point, Jim Carrey's kind of like uh, an amalgam of every part that he's played a little bit. Yeah. But here's the thing: twenty his best that's... roles are all yeah. his serious roles. You got yeah. Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind, and The Truman Show. Like and the number just a... twenty-three. Number twenty-three. Number twenty-three. Mr. Penguins. So shirtless uh, saxophone <laughs> scenes, really hot. Yes, um, man. Another good dramedy. Yes, man is good. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, I like, that's yes, like man. you can you can say that about a lot of like famous actors who like are really good at dramatic scenes because they have like they like don't like have like a ton going on in their like like personality. <laughs> no, well, I don't know what that, what that means. You try to just say. It doesn't matter that they're a good actor. You say you, you're saying a lot of comedians make good dramatic. Uh, no, actors? I didn't say that. I meant like like Joaquin Phoenix. What do you think a conversation with him is like? Oh, you're saying good actors are shells of human beings. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. <laughs> I also think there's something about like comedians who know how to overdo it, and then like at, in comedy, like Jim Carrey and Robin Williams, like they overdo it, and and their comedy is not like necessarily my cup of tea. But then when they do drama they know how to do it fully real and not like overdo anything and be like over the top so yeah. then they end up being really good in dramas when their comedies are kind of like it's kind of just like uh wacky like over the top rob yeah. williams career is so interesting because like it for sure just started as like coke fueled rantings and then at some point he got sober but he's like this is still my shtick I still gotta do it. Yeah. He was so like then, a, like for years sober, he had to be like, "Oh, hello, what about what is this? Oh, bleh. like he probably like got every time he was like by himself, he just probably sat down. It's just like, what am I doing? <laughs> but then he realized there was an easier way. He doesn't need to do the comedy. He could just tell Matt Damon it's not his fault. Matt Damon, it's not your fault, Matt Damon. 
Matt Damon, it's not your fault. Matt Damon, it's not your fault, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Matt Damon. <laughs> it's not Matt your Damon. fault you look like Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons <laughs> looks like you and a bad version of it. He looks like he's a sick version of you. And don't ever let it go the other way. Jesse Plemons looks like Matt Damon, but having an allergic reaction. Yeah. It's going to be weird when Matt Damon and like... I don't know. I don't know who said that Jesse Plemons looks like Matt Damon. Decidedly not true. He also, I, I've, I got, I got a bone to pick because somewhere somebody, I, I read somewhere that Jesse Plemons won like the most handsome man at some time, and he Jesse Plemons does look like Matt Damon. I just looked up who he is. Yeah. He's the Friday Night Lights nerd kid. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I agree, but he looks like a potato. Remember when Blake Sheldon was sexiest man alive? Yeah, no. which time? I, I don't know, but it was like people sucked his man alive and everyone like openly revolted. Yeah, of course. Are you talking about the one that I drew? <laughs> oh, yeah. God, he is a great publicist. Yeah, he does. Really good. Do you think he frames those? Do you think Gwen frames those? Oh, boy. Another like, I don't care, but like, probably... <laughs> Oh, another harsh. I don't care to one of Jake's questions. questions. I'm not. I'm not holding Joe's interest. I'm not really serving the show <laughs> in my role. I'm sorry. No, I Did, think it's a very interesting question. I think, like, you know, just control your input okay, so that the outputs sorry. are more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Does anyone want to go next? Yeah, I'll Jake, go next. Jake, stop crying. Um, my one for the other day was called, was Sniff, I think. Yeah. So I thought about a different bunch of ways that I could do this. I could go, you know, bomb sniffing dogs and the funny things they find in old women's purses. Um, I thought about underwater, <laughs> what smell like there. Uh, another thing that I thought about is smells in space. There aren't any. Yeah, that's the problem that you run into, so I didn't really have a lot of uh, material there. Um, so I just did a list of my favorite smells. Okay. Um, and I'll read them off, and this is going to be a little bit of an SMR, SMR. MRSA. So here's a list of Joe's favorite smells. Number one, freshly opened Cheez-Its. I really like Cheez-Its. Yummy. Cheez-Its? Yeah. My hot take on Cheez-Its is that every alternate version of Cheez-Its that the Cheez-Its brand produces is an improvement on the regular Cheez-It. And not because the regular Cheez-It's bad, but just because they keep nailing it. Cheez-It yeah. grooves, extra toasty Cheez-Its. You'd extra think it toasty Cheez-Its are the truth. They, they are. And it's like, it looks like a dumb gimmick. And then you're like, oh wait, they just improved upon the normal product. Like all, all Cheez-Its should be this. Number two, the dusty smell right before rain starts in the summer. <laughs> Ooh, nice. that's a good one. You know, yeah, and the air pressure's sure. kicking it up. Sure. That of uh, the obnoxious like car leather smell. Okay. I really right. like that. Um, ooh, spring thaw. You know that like first like really warm day when the Earth's had a little bit of time to like kind of kind of loosen up. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, five gasoline. Yes. Um, I really love the smell of gasoline. Yeah. It smells yeah. very good. Regular unleaded or like premium? Whatever is available and within arm's reach is what I well, go for. Well, you can get any of them from the pump. Freshly bloomed honeysuckle. <laughs> um, I like that. What? Honeysuckle? You know honeysuckle? That's so... I don't know if I've ever smelled freshly bloomed honeysuckle. Well, it smells like honey, and if you pull the flowers off, you can pull like the little bottom, and you get one bead of like sugary dew that you can lick Damn. it's really nice look for it i'll send you a picture we can go hunting later um yeasty pizza crust nice I hold like on that. what what do you mean by yeasty pizza crust like like good like a good pizza crust that was yeasty gets cooked really well and like has that like slight tang left yeah. but not a lot at all all right you know what i mean okay. Like a real okay. rustic kind of right. pizza where the yeah. it's yeah. eight skunk. Right. I, like I agree. I like skunk smells. I've always liked them. Yep. I I never understood why people would be so upset to be sprayed with them. Mm-hmm. $50 million cash untaxable. Um, <laughs> that's just a smell I personally like. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. Caviar. What, what does... Okay. <laughs> 
Caviar is really good. Uh, Eleven is paint. I like mm-hmm. uh, much like well, gasoline. I really like the smell of paint. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you get really up close, and not like spray, just like any paint. Okay. Um, Twelve newly forged golden jewelry. Hot uh, gold. Hot gold. Okay. Thirteen fucking fabulous by Tom Ford. It's about eight hundred dollars retail off the shelves. You guys might not know that. <laughs> Um, the Lamborghini horse, the original, the one that it's modeled after the Mm -hmm. dead one, 15 nighttime, love the smell of night. Um, 16 new silk sheets. Uh, anytime that you're going to bed, you better have newies is what I tell Simi. Uh, 17 red wine baths. Doesn't matter uh, as long as it's either uh, a Rioja or a Cabernet. Eighteen cocaine. Um, I do. <laughs> Is like it the possible smell. to smell cocaine? Because by just smelling it, you're doing it, right? Listen, yeah. brother, I wouldn't know. Uh, Nineteen <laughs> high end escort. High end escorts. <laughs> Number twenty, cinnamon life cereal. Ooh, that's a good. I don't know if that's you guys ever one. had life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life is kind of the up. It's the more adult cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. No. Um, get life, over yourself. It's just life. a worse cinnamon toast crunch. And number twenty-one, one hundred million dollars cash, untaxable. Again, mm. things. Oh, Joe, is this a, is this whole list because you filed your taxes too early? <laughs> no, I just think that it's important to know that uh, these. You know, it feels better when the money's off the books. You know, a lot of people can't uh, smell the taxable versus the untaxable. That's because mm-hmm. they're poor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, cool. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much. Those are my favorite smells. Personal, Lots. you know, personal taste. I understand not everybody has those tastes, but. What do you, what do you th- do? What's can we do a quick poll on raccoon uh, or skunk smell? What are, What are people's thoughts? Uh, Love it. Skunk like. I like it. The 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 part of the smell that you can also get with weed, I'm yeah. like sure it's an interesting smell, but like actual skunk can like burn. Yeah, yeah. So I would say the I spray. like skunk within like a forty foot radius. So I like much sure. heavier skunk than others would like. Okay, but I definitely don't want it on my body. You like a well yeah. distance skunk? Yeah, yeah. I sure. have a medium rare on the distance of skunks. Yeah. How far away can you smell a skunk? I'd say a decent amount. Okay. What if this what if the skunk is owned by somebody and therefore taxable? Yikes. Taxing a a taxing life, Romy? Disgusting. Uh somebody good didn't pay taxes shit. on their new cat. Alright. Alright, moving on, because we don't have much time left. Eric, would you like to go now or last? You're really going to ask me to go after I brought you that great Tiger Woods thing? I'm so sorry. I will finish up. Uh, I forgot. Um, okay. My word was... I'm sorry, Eric. It's, it's Eric's like hard. the guy in class that be, tries to make... And by by the guy, I mean, like, I've definitely done this. Is like the, you didn't st- study, so you do a comment real early on the page that you, that you did study. So yeah. you just say, like... Oh yeah, the Tiger Woods thing. I thought that was very interesting. This point, this point, this point. And it's like, well, I would contribute more, but I'm gonna let other people go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 all right. I'm, it's all right. It's fine. I know it's all right. That was it's a really right. good thing. We really riffed off of it. Yeah, we really went off. Now Romy, I'm setting up like the jokes I, were great. I, you know, now I'm questioning how riffable what I brought is. Definitely better than that fucking ancient joke thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my word was evening. And so uh, I thought I'd bring this interesting Quora Answers page. You guys go on Quora Answers much? Hardly. Hardly. Yahoo Answers. Well, not as much anymore. It's like Yahoo Answers, um, except... You have to log in to Google more. It's like faux experts, you know? And they really, they really, uh, they really get to the bottom of shit. Um, the question at hand: When should you say good night versus have a good evening? Ooh, Any nice. initial thoughts from the from from the conspiracy crew? Man, I'm always saying the wrong, like 
salutary thing. And like people will sometimes, it's in my mind, it's like, it doesn't matter what you say. It's like, I'll be like, like, I'll say good morning. It'll be really late. Mm-hmm. I'll say like, um, good night. And people, oh, it's like actually good evening or, or good. Sure. Afternoon. I feel like it doesn't matter. Like, I the fuck up about it. Disagree. I disagree. I think Romy, yeah. Romy's fucking wrong. Like Romy, always, like, you say good evening up. when you're meeting somebody, and it's yes. at nighttime, and then you say yeah. good night when you're leaving them. That's yeah. that's so easy. It's like mm-hmm. such a gimme. The fact he managed to fucking balk that. <laughs> it's crazy. You, say, you meet somebody when you meet somebody. You say, "Oh, good evening." Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Not. Did you not just hear yourself? Yeah. You never once said good evening to somebody upon you ever, you, uh, Wait, Romy, have you ever gotten up to somebody and said good night and like waved and like gone I, in their ho- house? Hey, good night. Hey, good night. Good night. No, good evening. My name is just Joseph Zoller and I'm here say, to hey. flash um, you. But but to, let me clarify. <laughs> this, this question is when should you say good night versus have a good evening? They're both like leaving uh, okay so one is gonna yeah. be good night is gonna be after you've had a good time and a informal time good evening is going to be a more formal occasion say a gala something like that now i think like um have a good evening is like after like a brief conversation yeah like, exactly like oh, something where you? you're well, not well have a good evening but like have yeah. a good night it's like we spent the night together have a good night exactly cool 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 okay um interesting takes uh just so you know as far as Cora says you're all wrong um and let's get into it it's gonna be uh, a butt fuck thing if i have to do that for the podcast i'm i'm i think i'm just gonna log off not that bad man um one of the top answers uh is from benny who's a whose credentials are a writer from 20, 2009 to present he begins when the night begins is subjective. Generally, night is considered to start after sunset when the sun is no longer visible. Some oh. people consider night to start at 7, 7 p.m., though the most accepted time when night begins is at 9, 9 p.m. As is the case with good night, confusion arises when evening begins. Depending on which part of the world you're living in, evening could start as early as 3, 3 p.m. However, it is accepted in astronomical terms that evening starts before sunset and ends at night. This translates to either 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. when evening starts. Thus, when you wish someone to have a good evening, it implies it is not yet night. The start of the hour, which the majority of people sleep. Um, what if you live in Alaska and it's night all the time? Do you just Benny, say good night all the time? There are no what hard if- facts when it comes to evening and night. This is because we can't exactly state when evening begins and ends and night proceeds from there. What if you're an astronaut, you're in the International Space Station, you are rotating with respect to the Earth. Um, what do you say to your colleague? Fuck you, Darren. When you, when- <laughs> We've been up here for a year and you don't clean <laughs> shit. You won't let me smoke weed because you're worried about combustion of pure oxygen. So here's the In thing. You, you guys are going to be up there being like, well, like how much left time is there left? What do I say to him? And I'm just going to say like, see you, man. And I'm not going to think about it. And it's going to be perfect. I'm also. I'm why has. Well, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, why has the name of picture said combat of frat in space? But I mean, I have <laughs> get sent um, back every year. Lauren doesn't. Lauren's not into it. Um. I'm such a big fan of giving such a detailed answer about like astronomical timings and shit and then being like, but also like who fucking knows when night begins? Like it's so amorphous as to what light is and where evening starts. So like, why don't we all just fucking say good morning anytime, even if there's a, like a baby involved. That, that guy's and also knowing Quora, like the top answer is probably like the curator of the world's largest sundial or something. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's the, the man who owns people. the atomic clock yeah. that like doesn't get used. Mm-hmm. Uh, another good answer. Uh, I think this one's super helpful uh, from Jennifer Scott, who has an MBA in business marketing from Harvard University. Twenty sixteen. Don't trust it. Uh, she restates the question: When should you say good night versus have a good evening? Her answer, say farewell, preceding hitting the sack or leaving your guests or partners on your way home after work. All things considered, it's a sort of goodbye. Say, have a fair evening to guests who are people at some event when you abandon them to value the event. With everything taken into account, it's sort of a merciful, sort of a quote, mercifully, excuse me, I'll deal with various guests, benevolently let loose here. So I'm just supposed to say farewell anytime I sack tap a friend? <laughs> That's confusing farewell 
boom. Now you got to stay 10 minutes while I shake you up and down like a soccer player. <laughs> like a soccer player. I know you ever seen somebody get hit in the nuts on like uh, on like a soccer field. They like they like grab them under the arms. They jostle them up and down. <laughs> what? I don't know. Joe, that, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come clean. Those weren't soccer games I was showing you that time. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> right, they fu- that, It was fuck. Yeah. Um, are there any other terms? It's just good morning, good evening, good night. Is there any sack tapping's uh, no longer funny, right? <laughs> what? I bet it would depend on how old you are. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I feel like it just hurts. Yeah, I never really. Oh, do you uh, mean having it, it happen isn't funny, or the the idea? I think uh, like an intentional one just seems so like mean. Yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I don't think anybody has ever thought it was funny that somebody sacked at them. I think no. it's the people mm, who I disagree with you there. <laughs> but I will say as an adult, <laughs> the idea of doing it to somebody just seems out of control like like monitored chaos. Yeah, I mean it's assaulting somebody. Yeah, you know, I've never really thought of it that way. But yeah, absolutely, Robbie. <laughs> it is technically a crime. Yep. I mean, so many things that, uh, I mean, so many things that 13-year-old boys do. Yeah. Mapped onto an adult is just is imagine giving a crime. Imagine giving a titty twister in an office setting. <laughs> <laughs> or at the PTA meeting, what sort of, like, nightmare would ensue from that, like, HR issue? I think generally, in general, bullying doesn't age well. Well, it's not bullying if it's amongst chaps. It's not bullying but if all your... Still, but even I still, say, you know what it may is be. Is it you and your boys at the PTA meeting? I don't know. How cool are you with the other dads? <laughs> Probably not as cool as you think, Joe. Well, this doesn't matter. I don't have kids like Mike and Eric. This is all hypothetical. God, your, your hypothetical kids suck. My hypothetical kids are cool as fuck. <laughs> One place base and the other free base jumps or free no wait free base does <laughs> free base is stuck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's yeah, it's pretty oh. embarrassing. That musician's really gotta gotta start taking his life more seriously. Yeah. Would you think that would work if you had like a super rebellious kid and then you just like started really getting into their drug doing? Yeah. You could flip them back. Yeah, dude, have your buddy over again. Yeah, we'll do all those drugs in the hot tub. Just three guys. <laughs> Hanging keep out. Invi- keep inviting my kid and his friends and do drugs in the hot tub. Damn, dude, you got a couple. No, of- officer, it's a deterrent. It's. Have you ever heard of reverse psychology, sir? Okay, those handcuffs okay, are tight. All right, they're, they're tight. Damn, guy, you got any more Percocet? Because <laughs> you know Phil wants to chill. Uh, okay, I think that's it for the meeting today. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for listening in. Anybody have any final words? Yeah, um, I don't care that Romy said that my thing was like a kid <laughs> cheating in class because once again, I thought my thing was strong. I yeah. thought your thing was strong too. I thought the weakest one by far. Old jokes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I should have screened. I yeah. should have. Um, but I will say. At the moment when I said that oldest joke from Samaria, it was both the oldest joke ever and also the most recent joke ever told in no, that moment. No, not technically, because again, it's not a joke. <laughs> I think it was the you... most recent thing that you said. <laughs> the, rem- the most recent uh, musing yeah. of an unusual situation. <laughs> I wouldn't even use the term musing. That implies like something pleasant. Yeah. I did not yeah. enjoy it. I'm sorry. I should have just like made fun of Tiger Woods for a serious accident. And now there's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that thing, I don't know if you guys know that story about Diogenes, the the old like crazy insane philosopher. Yeah. Uh somebody says that like man is a bipedal featherless bird and he goes into that guy's like lecture and throws a plucked chicken at him and he's like look i present you man i think that's the first joke now that's a fucking joke that's a fucking joke that's a good one i like that that guy went home plucked a chicken yeah thought it through and was like yeah this is gonna pay off and still went through with it that's a fucking joke imagine how hard you have to backtrack if a homeless man 
who is willingly homeless and covered in feces, comes in and throws your theory back in your face in the form of a plucked chicken in front of all your students. Dude, you can't teach after that. Fucked up. You can't go back to t- tapping on the scrolls, man. And when uh, and when that happens, yeah. And you go to leave. What do you say to that person? Good evening. Jesus. Good night. <laughs> I don't know. I'm in on that. <laughs> good evening. And that's Diogenes. Saying, yeah, he bowed and he. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Back. Then. All right. Well, uh, find us online. Uh, we're on Instagram at Conspiracy Loves You, and we're on Twitter. I think at are it's conspiracy. we? Well, I don't know. It's not. We very keep getting active. tagged Honestly, by by random podcasts that are also conspiracy related on Twitter. I don't Twitter know what's going a, on. Do we actually? We yeah. really are. We we are. We have been. Uh, there's like a podcast that is like that is like adding us in their like marketing posts about their conspiracy themed podcast. Listen. I just started yeah. watching the QAnon doc. This is only a way to get more followers. Yeah. And we should capitalize Guys, it. I, I didn't want to bring this up, um, right. but since Joe did it. At the beginning of quarantine, I was really bored, and I got into a, what I thought would be a fun online prank, and I think I might have really hurt our country. Did you radicalize I yourself? Wanna, I, I am Q. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. I thought it was oh, a goof. No. At least it's not you and all those annoying people from the goddamn documentary. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, at least we know now. I did it out of love. With a considerable amount of clout at this point. Yeah. I and you never once promoted the podcast? Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, I said I should have been like, cute. John Podesta's fucking kids, but also, if you guys like comedy... <laughs> <laughs> the liberals don't want you to find out about the conspiracy podcast and like it won't sound that political so you might be like what am i listening to this but like there's some stuff hidden between the lines yeah oh boy piss what kind of piss is this (laughs) oh that's that's a classic moment that's most fans favorite episode (laughs) (laughs) oh people love my family loves the piss episode i've heard that can we re-release the piss episode Release yeah, the, the piss tapes. It's you know there's a Snyder cut. We have a piss cut. I think <laughs> it's just all of yeah. our piss jokes. I think it's um, an hour longer. I think Chuck Berry released the piss tapes a while back. <laughs> oh, sick oh. Chuck Berry burn to close out the it's show. Not a burn. The man was radical. I'm not radicalized. Free. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted right, the same. Been- we've been conspiracy. Uh, we're gonna see you next week, and we mean it this time. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.